Here comes Riddell Jones. Three seconds, two seconds. Riddell all the way outside to Watford. Three on the way. Oh! And one in! And one in! And Indiana wins the ball game! I think Peyton's going to watch. Intercepted! Colts are going to the Super Bowl! Comes George, got the step and scoffs one move and counts in the foul. He beat LeBron James. Steps in. Puts Pettis. And they're saying he is in. You guys, we have two more sleeps. Yes, two more sleeps until college football finally comes back on. And I know it's week zero, but honestly, people in America are just desperate for football. Football is America's number one sport. It always will be. It will always be ahead of basketball. Basketball is more of a worldwide sport. However, just in the United States, football will always be king. NFL, college football will always be king over any other sport. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to DW Sports. I am your host, Will Feller. And we got to get in one last college football preview show in before Saturday. Honestly, I think the two best games of the day on Saturday is Nebraska versus Northwestern and Dublin, Ireland. Yes, they're not playing in the United States. They're playing in Ireland. And I actually saw something on Instagram where the people of Ireland, like, People who are learning to drive, younger kids, almost like a 16-year-old like it would be in the U.S. I don't know how old they have to be to drive in Ireland, but they have to have a plain red in on the back of their car that means novice. It's almost like a student driver. It's like warning, student driver, be prepared because this person's not gone on the road that much before. And so it was like, what if a lot of Nebraska fans go to Ireland and think they got a 1,000 Cornhusker fans in Dublin, which isn't really the case. But those two are playing in Dublin. That's probably one of the better games of the day. And the other one I would say is probably Wyoming versus Illinois. Believe it or not, I will be scouting that game heavily because I am going at I am going down to Bloomington on Friday, September 2nd to watch the fighting line I take on the Hoosiers. I'm also going to the IU Maryland game and the IU Purdue game all in Bloomington. So I'm super excited for IU season. If you haven't watched our, or not our, but my record prediction on IU football yet, make sure to do so. It's a few videos down, but I did predict every single game of IU football this season, wins and losses. If you think we're going to make it back to a bowl game, see what my thoughts on it are. Because honestly, I don't know what to think of them right now. But what we're really going to be talking about today is honestly just the AP top 25, kind of my thoughts on the rankings, where I see teams going. Um, we're going to talk about the playoffs a little bit, the national championship, who I think is going to be contending, pretending, all that good stuff. So think about who you think is going to win the national championship. Think about who you think is going to make the college football playoff because I will be discussing all that good stuff whenever we get back. Stay tuned. Thursday episode. You guys are almost at the end of the week. And finally, college football is back. 
after two more sleeps. We don't have to sit around on a Saturday anymore and watch nothing because college football is back. See you guys in a sec. Stay tuned. Okay, so if you are a diehard college football fan, or not even if you're a diehard, man, if you know college football at all, you know that there's two polls that decide the rankings for the week. The ranking that you see on TV, you know, the number next to a team's name, that's considered the AP poll. The AP poll is really the most important because that's what the college football playoff goes off of, really more than the coaches poll. The coaches poll is rankings decided on by college football coaches. And rankings are placed that way based off of what the coaches feel the ranking should be. So in the AP poll, um, Alabama got 54 first place votes. Surprise, surprise. They got the best college football coach of all time. They've got two Heisman finalists, I think, in my opinion. Ohio State's number two. They got six, number one, or first place, I would say, votes. UGA, the defending national champions, the Georgia Bulldogs, got three. And that was really it. Um, I think that those are the only teams that should have gotten a first place vote. However, we get onto the Colts, we get onto the coaches poll. <laughs> Bro, Texas got a first place vote in the coaches poll, man. Nick Saban, bro, you're not fooling anybody, man. We know that Nick Saban was the one that voted Texas for number one, bro. Ain't no way because the Texas head coach didn't even get a say in the coaches poll. We know that Nick Saban, bro, is trying to finesse Nick Saban. As Cash Nasty would say, you can't finesse a finesse. Come on, man. We know you guys play Texas this season. We know you want them to be a higher ranking. That way it bumps up your strength of schedule. But come on, man. We know Texas ain't back. Them boys are ranked number 18 in the coaches. Boy, I guarantee you they'll be dropped out of the top 25 within the first three weeks of the season. Nowhere close are the Texas Longhorns near number one. Nick Saban, you're trying to finesse, bro. We see what you're doing, bro. You're trying to finesse. You're trying to get Alabama strength to schedule up there. But guess what? I don't even think it matters because I think you're going to win the national championship anyways. So let's talk about that a little bit. But Nick Saban, bro, you can't finesse a finesse, bro. We all know that you're the one that voted Texas is number one, bro. You, you, you can't fool anybody, man. You can't fool anybody, bro. But let's talk about Alabama winning the national championship. Uh, Alabama's schedule this season is not hard. Um, they play Texas, like I just said. They play at Arkansas, which could be a tougher matchup. They play A&M, but it's at home. Alabama doesn't lose at home very often, guys, at all. It's not going to happen this year. No way is Nick Saban going to let Texas A&M beat a squad twice. No way. They're already favored by 14 and a half for that game. 
it's not going to happen. I'm telling you guys right now, Texas A&M will not be Alabama this year at home. On the road, well, Texas A&M on the road, but Alabama at home, no way Texas A&M beats them. I would actually consider that a lock on Alabama's schedule. There's no way, no way they beat them. LSU, I would say, could normally be a tough game for Bama. I think talent-wise, it's just too big of a difference. LSU isn't even ranked. Uh, and Alabama is ranked number one, obviously. At Ole Miss, I think he's going to be their toughest game of the season. The Rebels are ranked number 21. Alabama's had some troubles at Ole Miss before. Now, if again, they're playing Ole Miss at home, no trouble at all. But Ole Miss on the road is a whole different story. Oxford's going to be rocking. I wouldn't be surprised if college game day goes over there because Ole Miss has beaten Alabama and Oxford before. But overall, not a tough schedule. Tennessee fans are saying that, oh, it's it's going to be tough at, at, at uh, Neyland Stadium in Knoxville. It's not. Alabama's got that in the locks. I think that Alabama wins the national championship this year, and let me tell you why. Well, first, let me get to my national championship prediction. My national championship prediction, I think, is going to be Alabama-Ohio State. And I know it's chalk. It's number one versus number two right now in preseason, and I know it's chalk, but I'm going to tell you guys something. I think that Alabama and Ohio State both have two Heisman finalist candidates on their team. I think Alabama has Bryce Young, who did win it last year. I don't think he'll repeat, but I think he will be a finalist this year. And then Will Anderson, the linebacker for Alabama, I think will also be a Heisman finalist. Then for Ohio State, I think Jackson Smith and Jigba will be a Heisman finalist. The receiver from Ohio State, even with Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson on this team last year, Smith and Jigba still found a way to be productive on his offense, Ryan Day's offense. The second one, I think, will be C.J. Stroud, and I think C.J. Stroud will win the Heisman this year. And let me tell you guys something. I hate Ohio State. I hate Ohio State with a burning passion. I don't hate the university. I don't hate their athletics. Like, I don't hate their basketball program or football program, player-wise or coaching staff-wise. I hate their fans. Their fans are the most disrespectful, annoying, just insulting fan you'll ever meet on this planet. They are just so annoying and disrespectful. They act like Ohio State owns every team in the world. And they don't. Which is why it pains me to say this, but I don't think that any team in the Big Ten will even come close to touching Ohio State this year. Every single conference game Ohio State has, I think they run through. I think they run through the Big Ten championship, and I think they go into the college football playoff as number two. And I think they'll play Alabama in the national championship game. Alabama and Ohio State are the two teams this season where I believe those two teams are miles ahead of everybody else. Yeah, I think Alabama will beat them in the national championship. However, Ohio State is miles ahead of everybody else. Michigan this year, nah. That that season they had was a great season for them. Went to the college football playoff number two in the nation. 
Ohio State is way too talented this year. Michigan lost a lot of their guys. Ohio State is better on paper. I think they're probably better coached. Their players on offense and defense combined are better. They're just a more well-rounded team than Michigan is. Plus, it's at the shoe this year, um, the horseshoe. I don't think that Michigan stands a chance at the horseshoe, to be honest. So I think Ohio State runs through everybody in the Big Ten. Number one through three, I think they got correct. I think that Georgia, I don't think you could put Georgia anywhere else that's not in the top three, to be honest. I think the AP pool got them perfect right at number three. I think that Alabama is better. I do think that Ohio State is better. Everybody else on that list, though, like Clemson, number four, no. You can't put Clemson above Georgia after the, the season that Clemson had and the season Georgia had. Notre Dame, we all know they're bark, no bite. They'll always be a threat to make the college football playoff because they're always ranked so high in the preseason AP pool. They don't really play anybody good. They do this season, though. They play Ohio State this season, which will be a good matchup for them. But Notre Dame's all bark, no bite. They're not going to do crap in the college football playoff. Texas A&M, same thing, all bark, no bite. SEC school that is probably the third best SEC school, SEC school, man. Just not better than Georgia or Alabama. Everybody else they can probably compete with, probably beat everybody else. Not Alabama or Georgia, though, man. It's just those two are on a whole different level than every other SEC school. Then we look at number seven, Utah. Utah is interesting to me. Utah competed with Ohio State in the Rose Bowl last year. They obviously brought back their quarterback that they so desperately needed, and that's Cameron Rising. He played phenomenal in the Rose Bowl against Ohio State last year. I think that Utah is a sleeper team to make it into the college football playoff, y'all. Utah is a team that you can't count out. Um, if they don't make the college football playoff, I believe they will be right back to the Rose Bowl for the second straight season playing Michigan in the Rose Bowl. And I'm going to talk about the Big Ten in a second after I talk about Utah, but let's just break down Utah's schedule real quick. Okay. Saturday, a game to watch on uh, September 3rd. They play out Florida. Why is this so important for Utah? You're going to say, oh, well, well, Florida's not ranked. They're an SEC school, but they're just unranked. If Utah can go on the road and beat an SEC school week one, that's going to show teams that Utah is not something to mess around with. They're playing in the swamp week one. And you know the swamp is going to be packing, man. You know the swamp whenever they get a chance to, have a, to host a good team. You know students at U of F are going to pack the swamp, man. It's going to be crazy in there. I mean, we got a top 10 team in the nation going to the swamp week one. I'll definitely be keeping an eye out on, eye out on that game. That game starts at 7 p.m. Eastern time in the Ohio State Notre Dame game would start at 7.30. So I'm going to be flipping back and forth between those two games. Most definitely. So that right off the bat, college football playoff committee, I know they don't put out rankings until later in the season, but 
college football playoff committee and the AP poll will be like, ooh, if Utah can win that, that's, that's going to show that they're a good team right there. Um, after that, you know, UCLA on the road could be tough. USC at home. USC is ranked number 14. They got Caleb Williams now. Lincoln Riley, obviously, is their head coach. I think that that's going to be a good game for them as well. That one's at home. And then they got at Oregon. So they got three good games, three really good games they can prove, them, prove themselves with uh, as long as the other committees, the AP committee, the college football committee, the coaches poll. I think if Utah wins all three of those games even, they're in. They're in the college football playoff as a four seed. Um, I don't think it's without question either, especially if they win the Pac-12 championship and beat an Oregon and a USC twice. I think that they've definitely, definitely, definitely got a secure spot on the college football playoff. They're a team that I think is contending for the college football playoff. Of course, they would have to play Alabama. They would not have played a team like Alabama all season, would probably get throttled because that's how the college football playoff works. But I think that if you can get there first, then you got a whole, you got a whole different level on your hands, and maybe you can shock the world by beating the number one seed in Alabama. Ohio State did it in 2015 when they won the national title as a four seed. They shocked the world. They beat the number one seed in the first round. Let's go to the teams that I think are going to pretend teams that their fans swear they're college football playoff contenders again but they're flat out not my first team Michigan Michigan I'm gonna tell you why Michigan is not gonna make the college football playoff because Michigan is going to lose at Ohio State they're going to lose at Ohio State. And they're going to get throttled by 30. And then they're going to be put in a bowl game, and they're probably going to get throttled by an SEC school. I mean, look at what happened last year. They're number two in the college football playoff. And people, fans of college football in America, turned, I'm sorry, turned, the game off after the second quarter because it was so bad against Georgia. Now, Georgia did win the Natty as a three seed, but, I mean, it was that bad. Michigan could lose against Michigan State as well. Again, that game's at home, though, but I still think they could lose. And let's talk about a Big Ten team real quick. That It's not a contender or pretender because they're not even ranked. But Penn State, man, I was shocked that Penn State isn't ranked. Like, I thought they are going to be ranked week one. West Lafayette and ross Stadium is going to be packed because, hey, the Boilers are going to play a top 25 team week one. Well, that's not the case at all. Penn State's not even ranked, and I was actually shocked about it. I'm not saying I disagree with it. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I don't think – I'm just saying that I'm shocked because does Penn State has a, have a team that can compete in the top 20 this year? No, they, they don't. But I do think they could possibly sneak into the top 25. I don't know. 
I got to see what their team looks like when they play Purdue. Um, let's go back to the contenders and pretenders. Um, looking down the, the list, NC State, number 13, pretender. If you say that NC State is a contender, man, that, no. And when I mean contender, I'm talking about a contender to make the college football playoff. I'm not talking about to win the national championship. I think, really, there's only two teams that can and will have the ability to win the national championship this year. That's Alabama and that's Ohio State. Nobody else can touch those two teams. They're on a whole different level. NC State, though, people are talking like, oh, they're the best team in the ACC. Clemson is the best team in the ACC still. NC State has a horrible, horrible schedule. Their strength of schedule is weak because they play in the god-awful ACC. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they beat Clemson at Clemson, now we're talking about a team that could possibly make the college football playoff. Now we're talking. But still, you don't have anybody else good besides Wake Forest on your, on your schedule, and that game's at home. And by then, I even think Wake will be dropped out of the top 25. They're 22nd right now. And by, by, by the time NC State plays them, I think they'll be out of the top 25. So NC State is definitely a pretender. USC, I'm going to say USC is a contender to make the college football playoff. Before you come at me, Lincoln Riley is a phenomenal head coach. Caleb Williams is a great quarterback. Jordan Addison, who is one of the best receivers in college football, transferred to USC from Pittsburgh. USC is a great, great, great football team. They're just ranked so low because I don't think that the AP poll can kind of fit together what they have. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got Lincoln Riley, you got Jordan Addison, you got Caleb Williams. I don't know how well you guys are actually going to mesh together. USC could very well be a team that's not in the top 25 this season, or they could be a team that's right up there with Clemson and Georgia and Notre Dame and A&M. And I think they will be. I think that they will be. I think that USC is a contender to make the college football playoff as a three or four seed. I already said Notre Dame and A&M were pretenders. I think that Clemson, if I were to guess, could be a, uh, a contender. I think Clemson and, and USC could be the three and four seeds. I think Utah could be that four seed as well. Three or four seed, in fact, as well. Another pretender in the top 25, Miami. Miami is, Miami is just, they're just not good. Uh, I'm a fan of their quarterback, Tyler Van Dyke. I'm a fan of their new head coach, Mario Cristobal, who went from Oregon, is now at Miami. But they are just not, they're just not contenders to make the college football playoff. They're just not. I honestly think Wake Forest in the ACC is better than them. I think that NC State in the ACC is better than them. I think that Clemson, obviously, is better than them. So I think they're the fourth best team in their own conference. I, I think they're going to lose about three games this year. Let's go to their schedule. 
Let's go to Miami schedule. Bethany Cookham, W. Southern Miss, W. At Texas A&M, L. Middle Tennessee at home, W. North Carolina, W. At Virginia Tech, W. Duke, W. At Virginia, W. Uh, I would say Florida State at home is a W. At Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech sucks, W. And then at Clemson is an L. And Pittsburgh at home, I say is an L. I think that Miami is better than Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh will just – I have a feeling they'll beat them at the end of the season. Um, and everybody else, I, I kind of put Miami as a contender or pretender because they're right on that top 15 line. I, I think if you're below the top 15, I don't think you can even be in the conversation of a contender or a pretender unless you have some miracle run. I know Miami's number 16, but I just wanted to include them because a lot of their fans think that they're going to win the ACC or something this year, which is just flat out not true. We've got, uh, yeah, like Pittsburgh, Wisconsin, Arkansas, Kentucky, Ole Miss, Wake Forest, Cincinnati, Houston, BYU. No, no offense to them, but just no chance. I mean, no chance any of them makes the college football playoff. Others receiving votes, Tennessee, Texas, Iowa, Penn State's right there receiving votes. So, um, you know, Nebraska received a vote. Are you kidding me? Nebraska. So, some people are just so dumb. Like, what, like, who's giving Nebraska a vote, bro? Nebraska. IU's going to beat them this year, bro. IU's going to win six games. Man, two more sleeps, baby. Let's go. And so college football, that's what we like. We like that, baby. Two more sleeps until college football is back. Week zero. Uh, Let's go. I'm going to my top three games of the week. I already said two of them in the intro for you guys to keep out and keep your eye on. Um, Not that it's really important for like playoff wise or anything, but just good games, teams that are in major conferences, Nebraska, Northwestern, 1230 PM on Fox, Wyoming, Illinois, 4 PM on big 10 network. If you're a fan of like sec teams, tough luck. You are probably not going to get that game. And then the third game out of anything I would say would probably be Vanderbilt and Hawaii. Just to throw out a third one, Vanderbilt in Hawaii, 10.30 p.m. on CBS Sports Network. Let's see if Vanderbilt can actually beat an FBS school to start because Vanderbilt lost to East Tennessee State last year. And East Tennessee State is a really, really good FB, not FBS, FCS school. But there's no way they should come and beat an SEC school. Let's see if Vanderbilt can bounce back this season. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I can't wait until college football because it's the offseason right now. It gets hard for me to talk about stuff whenever there's nothing on. And people want to actually hear about stuff that's, uh, you know, going on. So Saturday show, 7 p.m. Eastern time. I will definitely, definitely get a show out about week zero. I'll even probably talk about a little bit about Chet Holmgren. If you guys haven't heard the news, Chet Holmgren's not going to play basketball all the season. The dude is 
the dude's out. He got hurt in the Pro-Am game. The crossover, uh, Jamal Crawford's Pro-Am game. So I'll even talk about a little bit of that on Saturday. But thank you guys for tuning in so much. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Make sure not to hammer too much money down on week zero college football. You don't want to lose all of it before you start betting on actual real football week one. Be safe out there with your money and betting. I'll be there to talk about spreads and stuff as well on Saturday. Thank you guys, though. Follow our social medias. You know the drill. Peace out.